Hi, this is Chris. And this is John. And you're listening to the Nerdy Dadcast. We're a day late and a dollar short. Maybe not a dollar short. Maybe like 50 cents, maybe a buck 50. That part I'm not sure of, but we are a day late. The long and short of it is this past weekend when we were normally trying to find a time to record and subsequent actually days prior to that have just been crazy. So this episode's coming out a day late. Many apologies. It is amazing how the days in quarantine are so crazy. I mean, you think you're just really in the house and not really, they wouldn't be as crazy as they are. But no, no, these quarantine COVID days are still crazy, just in an entirely different way. Well, I was actually recording a, another uh, podcast episode for my, my hockey podcast earlier this evening. And I commented to, to my host how, one, the holiday season is upon us, but two, I swear it was only like April yesterday. Like, the days seem to move so slowly, and then suddenly they didn't. I, I don't know how to – like, it's it's weird. Yeah, it is. And, I mean, it's it's interesting, too. And we're sort of all at that point now in the pandemic where we're all just tired, mentally tired. Mm-hmm. And I think – I don't know how that affects the days in our mind and how fast they're moving and all those things. But, yeah, I mean, early on, we spent a lot of time inside. And now, in, you know, month – 37 of this, I think it is. We couldn't imagine spending that much time inside. We're still wanting to spend as much time away from other people because other yeah. people are scary and full of germs. But uh, yeah, it's, it's sort of the, the grind has sort of made time made time weird. Yeah, I think, has. yeah. Well, in, in making time weird, has time figured out how to find a PS5 into your hands? I, I think See, in this last couple of weeks, I've come to realize that there are certain things that don't exist in the world. Mm. And so I think, you know, unicorns, and I'm sorry for those of us with daughters, they, they wish unicorns existed. They don't. They're, they're fantasy. And, you know, and, you know, like, say, good, good billionaires, billionaires with hearts of gold. Those don't exist. That's not a thing. And on top of that, I think the PlayStation 5, I don't think it exists. And I don't think it exists in Canada. I mean, okay, I see on your face that you're telling me wrong because you have one sitting in your living room or, but yeah, for the rest of us, no, since, since, yeah, it just, it's weird. I I don't know. Hey, I offered to send you my box. Yeah. Yeah. I could have sold that on eBay and made a mint. Well, actually speaking of that, um, did you read the story that uh, there are people who have been expecting PlayStation 5s to arrive from big boxes? Amazon being part of the big box concept, even though they don't actually have a box. And it's a PlayStation 5 with a like uh, Ninja Air Fryer in it or an Instant <laughs> Pot. Like, So I, I don't know what exactly is happening here. Um, or like you're expecting your PS5 to be shipped and you go to your, your front door, wherever the, that they've dropped the box or at the post office. And it's a small appliance that you didn't order. It's. So in the last few weeks, I've managed to get into the, um, into the cults of internet trolls. And I didn't Mm. know I did. I accidentally went in, you know, I've been watching all the trackers. I've been refreshing my, my screens. I've been hoping Canada would restock at some points. 
And the truth of it is, the PlayStation 5 came out on the 12th of November, which, you know, as we record this now, was 18 days ago. And other than a, a tiny little blip where Walmart happened to release, I think, three or four more of them, there have been no more in Canada. Yeah. They don't get delivered anywhere. And so there's a lot of little trolls out there kind of trolling the people that do or say they have ones. Or, you know, the second seller market, those scalpers are doing a great deal here. Because I think kind of it's what seems to have happened is that the stores released them, but they didn't think that people might buy their entire stock and scalp them on eBay. And so they mm-hmm. didn't have the proper protections set up. And it seems like most of the supplies that were out there went to went to single or groups of people who then mark them up and sell them for triple the price. So those guys are making good money, even though they don't have souls. But uh, yeah, I think maybe what's sort of happening is that the Canadian stores are not um, are sort of putting their systems up, sort of getting their bot guards on there and trying to, for the next next ones going out, get rid of the scalpers, which I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. There's rumors well, I, of tomorrow. I ran across a sort of mutual. I mean, you're getting all frustrated here. <laughs> Throwing stuff around. Uh, a I'm mutual of mine had commented how he didn't, doesn't understand why Sony didn't sort of take some of this distribution onto itself and set up a relationship individually with like, its customers, whether it's existing, you know, uh, PlayStation uh, 4 users or people who are active subscribers of the PlayStation, you know, plus service or something like, like they have like information as why not to have some form of relationship where you get a code, you can order one. Now, if you order it and you were to then resell your one, you know, I don't think there's really ever going to be a way to stop that. Where the struggle exists is there are people who have saw an opportunity were able to go and not just get one, but get like a dozen and they're yep. reselling. And I think that's where we now see that secondary sales market really amplify. It would have always existed, but now it's demand and the fact that, you know, a select few were able to go and attain a large number and then, you know, jazz that market up a little bit. But, you know, I, Microsoft didn't do it either. And that's, that's a, uh, someone who does have sales channels through their own, well, I don't think they have brick and mortar, at least in Vancouver here anymore, but they actually have their own sales channel. Which I, I can't go to the Sony website and order a PlayStation. Um, I have to go to one of their partners to, to purchase it. Microsoft, I could buy it direct from them. Yeah, which is an interesting thing. I mean, you'd think for a, for a digital release, because I mean, obviously with COVID, this wasn't going to be the normal kind of go to the store and line up kind of deal. You'd mm-hmm. think with a digital release, it would be a little more um, locked down and people would have, you know, you can pretty much see that coming. So uh, I found personally the effect it has on me is where, you know, for our steady listeners here, they know we were excited in past times. And, you know, you're excited. You have yours. That's good. Or I we haven't asked yet. We'll talk about that still. But, um, but yeah, for me, I'm like, you know, now I've watched a lot of these online forums. And there's a lot of people out there that have, you know, I don't know what situation they're in. But they think, oh, I spent $1,500 on it. I got it. That's awesome. And, you know, I can't look that way. I mean, I'm sort of, you know, hey, I can wait a month and a half, two months. At this point, hey, maybe I'll just wait till the PlayStation 5S comes out, yeah. you know. And, uh, and yeah, but this, I'm not going to pay more than retail for it. And even, I mean, I paid extra 20 bucks or something, but not, not the triple prices. So, basically, you know, I'm going to wait. And if I had excess money, there's all sorts of good places I could go to right now. 
and sort of look at it that way. And yeah, it'll, it'll come when it comes. And eventually I'll hit my refresh button. and There'll be one there. It may be in March, but that's okay. Or, you know, Sony might decide to say sorry and become our sponsor and, you know, gift us with some nice swag and that's fine too. Yeah. I'd be, you know what, if they only send us one, I'd be more than willing to have it just go to your, your house. And that's fair. Buddy, be, that's fair. That'll be my gift. to you. <laughs> what um, a guy. I, so I've only, you're, you're, Curious as to what I've been using my PlayStation 5 for. Not a lot. No, I'll show the reason why in a moment. I played a little Bug Snacks on it. Uh, it's a weird game. Uh, and I played a little bit of Destiny on it. Destiny was sort of the first title that I I digitally downloaded. Um, and it's definitely looking good um, with its sort of uh, up-processed graphics on, on the 4K TV comparative to the the previous version of destiny two, but I, I haven't, I haven't spent a whole lot of time uh, on the PlayStation five. Why? Cause I happen to go and for whatever reason, commit to getting the world of Warcraft shadowlands uh, expansion. Oh, and it's scratching an itch. Like I, I think we've talked about how I got into wow way, 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 way long ago. And the struggle I had was that it was more the same. And I was, I love, I liked the lore, but I didn't like paying like whatever it was, $18 a month for it. That was, the subscription was the reason why, like I, if all they did was pump out like expansions, I'd have probably been buying along, but because I had to pay this like pretty hefty subscription, I couldn't equate the time spent to the money I was spending. I don't know what it was about Shadowlands that piqued my interest, but then my brother who's been playing all along. Um, is almost the good sort of crutch. He can sort of explain why things have changed within the the game environment that I don't recall. Like, um, I don't know. Do you know much about World of Warcraft, or Warcraft in, in general? I'm very little. I think we talked about it earlier, and I think you know I came in back in the day when um, one of the other ones. And I don't remember what it was called anymore, but uh, I got into that for a little while. But yeah, Ashen's World of Warcraft. Um, yeah, I have to, th- I can't Ultima online. No, it wasn't Ultima online. It was, um, one starts out free and then you have to pay and, uh, runescape runescape. Oh, That's runescape. what it was. Yes. So I was traveling with my wife and my little Norwegian cousin was playing runescape and I sat down and watched him. And then when I got home, you know, I thought it was really, it was interesting because I could play runescape mm-hmm. and we could sort of help each other out. And he was in Norway and I was here and that was great. So I put some solid time and, you know, probably, paid for a subscription for a while. And then I ended up giving the character back to him and just saying, no more, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. Well, so the reason I ask is like, here I am back in this main, uh, human city, Stormwind. That's like, I, I, when I first started playing, I played Alliance characters. So for anyone out there who's all about the horde, I totally get it. I have some horde characters. It's just, I played so much Alliance. I can't seem to figure out where to go when I'm horde. Like, I don't know the areas well enough. And, we, um, I'm looking out of Stormwind City to some of the zones that I remember from like, gosh, I was going to say 20 years ago, but like a long time. And I'm like, Will, what, what the heck happened to Westfall? There's this giant hole in the ground and a big tornado. And like, why, why can I see this? Cause I mean, it, the game has changed quite a bit since I last played. So my brother, he fills in those gaps. And again, I'm doing still much of the same. But the story that's sort of attached to the activities that I'm performing, that's what sort of has the hooks in me. And so like this past weekend, when I had downtime, I'm playing a little bit of WoW. 
which is not on the PlayStation 5. It is the sub that I've paid three months for <laughs> on my computer here. All right, then. I don't know if I'll go beyond three months. Like, it'll have really come down to the amount of time that I put in. And I'm not, as much as I might play it solo, I'm more the social gamer. So, like, if my brother and his friends are active and they sort of like, hey, you know, sort of invite me on as like their, you know, fifth wheel, then uh, I'll probably do it. But if it's just me, eventually I'll do the story and I'll be like, whatever. Yeah. yeah, I'm normally the solo gamer. I don't usually do group, although in the last couple of weeks, we, like everyone else, discovered Among Us. And so mm. the Among Us train sort of went off, and, you know, my my wife and I, and even my son got a little bit into it, where we took turns killing people on the spaceship and yeah. trying not to look suspicious. So, you know, yeah, that kind of hit me for the first, like, multiplayer thing that I've done, especially online in ages because i mean i think we've mentioned in the past things like red dead redemption online where you just you press start and then you get shot in the head and you press start which, again and you get shot in the head which goes and, free to play as of uh, the first of december i i have it and i've had it for a long time and i could I, i'm tempted every now and then but then i hit start and i get shot in the head and that's just how it goes so yeah i don't know mm. uh by the way uh red was near vents oh yeah it's always red near vents yeah it's yeah, yeah. um one of the things that uh, I did, however, do was evaluate like, okay, what, you know, PlayStation five titles might be interested in. Cause I was asked to provide a, a Christmas list. Oh, I don't know what titles like I, it's like I've listed books, but really I want the digital downloads. Like I hear I have the console that can play discs, but really I'm thinking I just, I'll just download digitally. Like now you weren't uh, hired by Best Buy for this, were you? Cause I have to admit their Twitter stream is really kind of pissing me off. You know, they, it says their website says go back to follow our Twitter stream or keep refreshing to find out when more PlayStation Fives will be out. But instead, they just give you their gift guide about how how you should get the controller charger, and that's great. And all I well, really have want one. the damn system. I have the controller charger, and it is great. It seems like it keeps my controller really well charged. So yeah, I was gonna say maybe you could train your controller charger because it's such a great gift to be given. Exactly. For PlayStation 5. Yeah. Who needs a PlayStation Five? But you can give a controller charger. Yeah. Anyways, but, right. uh, yeah. The the concept of providing sort of this this Christmas lift and whatnot, you know, harkens back to the day when I would write a letter to Santa, and I wrote that letter to Santa, mailed it off, and just to make sure, um, my parents always made sure we got pictures with Santa, and so I'd sit in Santa's lap and I would tell him. If he were to ask, I never just sort of blurted out, I want this, why, and this, and this, and this. Um, but uh, we were talking before we hit record. Last year was sort of the first year that Baby Force really started to embrace this concept of Santa and sort of the Christmas holiday. Um, and, you know, she she's had pictures with sort of Santa each year because we're that type of parent. And first year, she's smiling. Last year, she's pretty serious because I think it's like, yeah, like there's this guy and I like the picture and he's Christmas, but she started like she's shy. And so she, the seriousness was not her being like cranky. It's like, oh my God, I have to like not be here because I'm so shy. It's the big man himself. And then this year rolls around and my wife and her went through a, a toy drive a few weeks back. And uh, first of all, we had to explain like, yes, we're, we're giving toys to to the kids who, who otherwise might not have them and baby force. She was all jazzed by that baby force was worried. We were going to give away some of her favorite toys, like her dolls. We're like, no, no, we're, these are, these are toys that were given to you. Um, 
they're still boxed up. Like, is that okay? Yes, but not my, not my dolls. And I think right up until the moment that they opened up the trunk in my wife's car, baby force was just seriously worried that those dolls were back there. But who is there also at the toy drive? Santa. Santa at some distance. Baby Force does not understand why she can't get out and talk to him. And so my wife explains, well, you know, it's the, the pandemic. We've we've been referring to the coronavirus as germs. Her daycare um, actually had a video and actually talked to them as it's the coronavirus. That's what she actually calls it now. So we've adjusted our terminology. We were just using germs simply because our daughter understood the concept of germs at a high level. They're just, they're everywhere. It's why you wash your hands. It's why you got to stay clean. That's not wrong. It's just, we were, everything was germs. So we explain that, you know, um, can't see Santa because of, of, of coronavirus. Um, but what we'll do instead is we'll write a letter. And she, she loved that. So I went off the Canada post website, printed off there, like fill in the blank, uh, template and, uh, popped it in the mail. Um, which if our listeners don't know, I mean, it might, might be, you know, other post services that do it. I don't know if, you, uh, United States post does it, or you can mail or whomever, but Canada post, you can send a letter to Santa Claus, address it to the North pole, uh, postal codes, ho, 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 ho. And you don't even have to put a stamp on it. If you get it in the mail by a certain date, they promise you'll receive a response. I kind of think the reason that they like the template is it gives them all the information that they need to go and pop in the form to then send a response, but whatever. It's the process that I think baby force is going to love. So we, we went through, we filled that in. So she liked that. Then I thought, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to be the next level dad. I'm going to go. And she's really wanting to see Santa as I went into like portable North pole and, you know, had Santa record a, a personalized video to her. And it punched in her name and oh, sure enough, they had her name. They didn't have where we live, but I chose, you know, the next closest, you know, metropolitan area that it had. Um, I uploaded a picture of her and I, and, and so it, like they do this video and it has the picture inserted in the words and all that, that might've been too much um, because the shy baby force returned. And then she was quite paranoid that, we hadn't yet mailed the letter because we hadn't, we had just put it together. She put all our stamps and stickers on it, but then the video showed up and the video didn't refer to the things in the letter. Like, I'm like, Oh man. Fail. Yeah. That's a Santa knows everything. And that's, that should be there. Yeah. Right. I'm just curious. So when they get this video back, do you get the sort of ho, 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 how are you baby force? What are you looking this year? Do you want a doll? Does it have that sort of thing to it? No, it's actually so. Um, I, I'm, I, it's it's portable North Pole, which I mean, there's probably lots of other services, but it's actually quite slick. Hmm. Like you can tell that they've gone and had like they they stick the way they stitch it is that it makes it more fluid. So all the like the child names or all the names are pre-recorded, and I I think they've had whomever doing the voiceover like voice it all. Um, I don't know if it's the actual Santa you see, like saying like that Santa's just moving sort of, you know, lips, Fair enough. Uh, but, and then the voiceover person's doing it, but it's actually really well done. Um, it's not just any, I can't type in baby force because unfortunately Santa doesn't know baby force. <laughs> so I had to, I had to use a real name. That's and fair. then, uh, other questions are, are relatively generic. 
so that there should be a response, but it comes across as real. And that's, that's the free version. If you actually pay them money, cause you know, this is the, it's the, the entry. It's like, Oh, here's this video. And now I get the email like, Oh, you can have these videos, one for every day of the advent or one for this, or, you know, non-denominational Kwanzaa Santa or something <laughs> like they're, they're, they're selling that type of service. It's sure. personalized. Um, but it, it was, it was really well done. I'm just remembering in my head, like the, when those sort of services started to come out like 10 years ago and, you know, it was those automated voices and it was really, I, I remember there was like an iPad thing that went viral. It mm-hmm. was like, I want the one with the bigger GBs and it would went on and that was really the catchphrase for it. But so that's, what's in my head on the flip side. I mean, we have gotten, we got gifts gifted for both of our kids. We got like, um, books with their names where the entire story makes out their name and you know oh, that'd be cool yeah they are pretty cool where it's just basically this little kid loses their name and then they go out on this adventure and find each of the letters one by one and it comes together and it's their name so those were very well produced and uh, still one of our kids favorites actually so so yeah stuff like that is actually really really interesting and uh, i don't know where my kids will be with it i mean my my kids have never really been for the Santa thing. We've had one picture with my son, I think, when he was little. But ever since then, you know, we give them the option. Do you want to go take a picture of Santa? And like, no. So, uh, so yeah, we just let it go. And, uh, and yeah, we'll see how that works this year. I mean, uh, I thought my, my son was on the edge of being a non-believer, but I'm not sure that he is anymore. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, it's this whole Christmas thing. It's weird. Well, it is. And, you know, this is we were having this conversation in our sort of prenatal group. This wasn't this year. It was the year previous and our, the first year. So all the, most of the parents and kids, we got together and we do this group picture with, with Santa and it went well. And then the second year, um, a few opted out for a variety of reasons. And then this year, obviously there isn't one, but one of the conversation pieces that come up is sort of like, how are you going to approach sort of Christmas and holidays and Santa with your kids? And I, I think, you know, my wife and I were sort of taking a, the approach that if she's into it, we're into it. Yeah. Right. Like that's, that's how we look at it. If, if she's not into it, it's not something we're going to sort of force that will be sort of like, I, I hope that we have tradition. So this year, baby force helped me put the Christmas lights up on our balcony. She nice. was the zap, the zap strap technician. Like here is a three and a half year old saying zap straps mm-hmm. and you have to use like our, the balcony sort of railing is too thick. So we had to use two of them. So I had to show her how to put them together and, and then she didn't have the strength to pull, but like, you know, she was helping me out and I hope and, that's a tradition. Yeah. And I mean, that's the important thing though. And that's when, you know, hopefully when she grows up, she remembers those days where she was helping her dad putting the lights up and all those things that happened. I mean, we sort of have the same kind of thing where we sort of want to get the experiences out there. We spent all, we have this, this Christmas Lego village and it keeps growing every year because Lego puts out new Christmas sets just for Christmas. And so we have an elf house and we have Santa's workshop and we have all these, other, we have the train station. And so the day, the first day of Christmas, you sort of set up all of these things. And, you know, with Lego, it can take a while because they're big sets and they're adult sets and they're all this. So that takes a while. And so we have a day together where the Christmas carols are on for like 18 hours, it seemed like. I'm not sure. Again, time mm-hmm. is weird. But, uh, but yeah, that's the first part of it. And then, you know, we we, we decided we'll, you know, we'll put up the tree and we'll do this and we'll do that. Now, again, COVID, COVID uh, tiredness hits this because you know we have all these great big aspirations we're like you know 
this year, as soon as Halloween's over, you know, a lot of people are picking up their holiday stuff, and that's nice. And, you know, maybe it'll be nice for us, too, and we should do that. And then, you know, yeah, it's the last weekend in November when we get to finally put putting some of it together. And, you know, the tree will probably go up tomorrow, so we hit December then, and that's about the right time anyways. Normally, my daughter's birthday is early in December, so we try to leave it till just after her birthday. But, uh, yeah, this year we're going to get we'll get it up when it happens and sort of, yeah, I don't know. I mean, all of the all of the presents, and we've again been, you know, we already don't go big on belongings and possessions, but uh, you know, they each get their stuff, and we have that stuff, and we've been sort of trying to get the idea that there's not going to be huge amounts of stuff, and that's that's fine. So yeah, it's just sort of step by step, and we'll take the time to you know spend a day making Christmas cookies and spend a day doing this and all those normal things that we normally do during this time. You know, the Van Dusen's or the or the mm-hmm. Christmas train or all of these things that Bright don't really yeah, exist yeah. this year. And so those are those are previous traditions. I mean, we haven't missed bright lights for a single year since my son's been born, and so that's something that we won't end up doing this year because I don't think it's actually going. But um, but yeah, so we are just sort of, you know, this year has been obviously different and the kids are very well aware that this year has been different. So why would Christmas be any, not be different? So, yeah. Yeah. yeah bright lights. Like we've, we've done that now essentially every year. Um, again, we, last year, uh, baby four started to sort of like, you know, she, we knew that she was obviously noticing things. That's sort of difficulty. Um, the first year, she might like it might have been a lot. She might have been noticing, but the we weren't able to measure the the, the reaction. Yeah. Um, this year, obviously, it, or less maybe less obvious for some, but obviously us, we're not likely going to go even if it were to open. I think they've tentatively re- like delayed opening bright lights until like the second week of December, but the way things are going, I'm kind of thinking they might not open. And if they do, we're probably not going to go. Yeah. Just out of uh, caution sake. Um, we've not actually done the Christmas train at Stanley park. That's something I'd like to do. Like I have gone on it uh, for a variety of reasons over the years. Uh, I've, it's just, it's an experience. Um, you know, that's the stuff I sort of want to take part in going up, and this is something we've never, but like going out to Grouse Mountain, um, where they have like ice skating, all that's something I'd like to do. I know it's kind of commercialized and touristy, but having you know grown up in Vancouver, skating out in the open, like where do you do that? Like we did it once, and it was pretty great, actually. Yeah, it was long before well, we long before we had kids, but we went up there and skated on the mountainside. I mean, my wife and I got married yeah. up there, so that was sort of why. But yeah. Well, it's skating outside. So I, uh, I have done that once in Richmond. Um, there was one year it got cold enough, long enough that, uh, the Richmond fire department went to Gary point park in Steveston and flooded it. Like the way the dunes are sort of set up is there's like a, a natural, not a natural. It's not, it's a Gary man-made, not natural, yeah. but dunes there's a bowl. And so they would flood it and the water would freeze. And then everyone out there was skating. That's the only time I have ever skated outside. Okay. And, uh, I loved it. Probably was lucky enough not to break my ankles because the ice is all crazy. My skates, um, were probably not the right size. I can't skate. Um, um, well, let me phrase that. I can, I can't stop. 
and my ankles are kind of like bent in a weird way that you're kind of wondering why they haven't snapped. I think that's the, the skate that's preventing that from happening. It's like a brace, but that's my ski story. I, I remember learning to ski, I think in boy, boy scouts and cubs when I was a kid and mm. I got separated from the group when, uh, when they were teaching how to stop. And so I went off down a different hill and I had to take the rope toe or the chairlift back up either way, but I never actually got the stopping lesson. So it was always sort of, you know, everybody else would be very snow plowing down the hill. Very. I was going to say snow plow, right? Yeah. And I would just sort of go, whoosh, and they'd be like, there goes John. And yeah, so that was sort of the way as for ice skating. I mean, both of my kids, I think ice skate better than I do in the before times before all this happened, they would take lessons quite regularly. Mm -hmm. And my son seems to like love anything like that. So he's he's an ice skating wizard. Again, he's sort of a speed demon, though. So he falls down a lot because he likes to go really fast. But, yeah. you know, yeah, uh, outdoor would be good if, if it happened anywhere. Yeah, and that's, that's the thing is uh, if it happens. Um, one of the other things that we've also tried to figure out what's sort of happening for, for the holidays, because, again, maybe before it's got this age where there's, there's sort of tradition routines is, Every holiday, um, her grandma and granddad, my in-laws, uh, come down and they stay here for Christmas. And we've sort of tentatively planned on that happening again this year. Um, but up in the air. I mean, we're not, if public health order is to avoid non-essential travel, we're not deeming it essential. Neither are the in-laws. Nope. Um, we'll just do virtually, right? Trying to explain that to, to baby force who, I mean, she, she's already paying attention to like sort of when it is and how much more time until Christmas and will grandma and granddad I'll be here. And Oh, Nellie, their new dog will be here. That's the other, that's actually the more difficult variable what to do with the new puppy they have considering we're a cat household. Um, but uh, you know, that's a, if that is the problem we have to deal with, that's actually not a bad problem. Um, but you know, we're trying to figure out what to sort of do with her in that regard. Like this is, it's, she gets it, which is amazing. But at the same time she gets it, which makes it kind of not amazing, you know? Yeah. Like you can, you can see sort of this disappointment, like explain to her, no, we're not going to be able to go and, you know, get that picture with Santa and there's sort of this, like, you know, she's not poker facing this. She's disappointed. I'm disappointed for her. Yeah. Um, not being able to see grandma, granddad, not being able to go and, you know, do all these things. So we're trying to find like substitutes. Like we've, we've gone out trying to find uh, Christmas lights. So like a couple weekends ago, we walked in uh, to town late at late in day. So that by the time we walked home, people had their Christmas decorations up and we sort of played a game like, Oh, um, do you see a Christmas tree? Do you see, you know, these color lights? Do you see this? And she really enjoyed that. Um, and then there was one night we were delivering at Costco to my parents. Uh, and, uh, one of the houses near my parents, they have this huge, like, uh, coniferous tree and they've, put lights all through it. And so, you know, baby forest love that. Like that's the stuff we're trying to find and do to maintain some of the, the quote unquote spirit loosely. Um, so that it's not all about disappointment. Yeah. And I mean, at this point of the year, and as I mentioned earlier, you know, it's a, it's a lot of us are getting kind of just into that funk where 
we locked down in March, we locked down in April, and we kind of, at that point, expected, oh, you know, this will happen for a month or two months, and then life will go back to normal. And now here we mm-hmm. are in, like I say, month 37. So even my son, who's, you know, the most bubbly and positive kid that you could ever imagine, he's even showing cracks now of, you know, he gets disappointed and he gets sad. And so these things. And so, yeah, we're trying to do the same thing. I mean, we do regardless, but trying to make those experiences and make those within us and the Christmas lights one is one that we're, we we thought about this the other day. We went out and saw a few tonight just on our way home. But, yeah, go and find those good neighborhoods where you can do the slow drive-through and see all the Christmas lights and all the spirits so that they remember that. And, uh, and you know, other whatever else pops up that we can we can do by ourselves but still mm-hmm. enjoy the spirit is, is definitely what we're sort of looking for this year. Yeah. And, I, you know, I was talking to a friend and she was like, oh, you just got to create new memories. And Okay. I totally agree with that. It's that she's, she has old memories. Like there's, there are things actually, I mean, not related to, to Christmas, but you know, baby force knows a particular toy of hers is no longer in this home. It got put into a box unbeknownst to her and placed into storage as we were trying to sort of purge and, you know, get our place ready to list. Um, she knows she like, she knows she has an inventory of everything. Like is the mind of hers is just like a steel trap. Everything's there. And that's the part is that, you know, the critical thinking, the ability to sort of see new memories and new experiences as the plus without losing the negative. Like that's, she's doing just simple math. Yeah. I, I, I like plus, 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 I don't like negative, negative, negative. And that's the struggle. It's for, for, you know, my wife and I, the new experiences are cool, but, and they are cool for her too, but she like, well, what about this? What about this? It's hard. Right. And she knows she actually, she know there was something that she'd asked and she answered it herself. Like I, here I am a three and a half year old girl, uh, that somehow is related to me already answering a question that she's asking essentially in rhetorical fashion. I didn't even know what a rhetorical question was until I was in my twenties. Yeah, well, these days they eclipse you really early. So, I mean, I'm already past that with both of mine where they're smarter than I am. So, yeah, you know, by by age six, it's all over, buddy. Oh, well, I got, so you're saying I got two and a half years to go before it's like the game over point, but it's like depreciating returns, I guess. Yeah, let's go two, you've got two and a half years where you're the wise one. And then after that, you're not really the wise one anymore. So they mm-hmm. know, they know the answers to the questions and they'll ask them just to toy with you see if you know. Yeah, yeah. well, that's, 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 that's what she does. Um, although right now, most of the questions that she asks me are related to Paw Patrol. Oh. Which, um, I don't know answers. Um, the other, okay. Did this YouTube kid named Ryan ever show up in your place? No. Okay. I'm just curious because apparently, um, it's this kid. Uh, whose family do these like YouTube videos, toy reviews, and they now have like a, their internet personalities, but it's like Ryan's world, I think is what it's called. No. So I, I, baby force watches Ryan all the time when she gets her, her screen time. It's, it's one of those YouTube kids approved uh, videos. So yeah, also, like, Ryan's world and Paw Patrol don't sound like the best influences to me. I don't know. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> I don't know what to say. See, I'm pretty sure 
luckily, I mean, my son went through Paw Patrol very early and very quickly, and it was sort of, you know, mm. he was out of it by the time he was three, I think. And not that we even let him get too much into it, but, uh, but yeah. And then, so my, my daughter, by the time she got there, she was like, well, why won't you let me watch Paw Patrol? And so I told her the immortal wisdom that, you know, two words really says it all, and it's, or three words, I guess, if you, Paw Patrol is two different words, but Paw Patrol sucks. That was my advice to my three-year-old. <laughs> now, you might, maybe in your household, you don't want to say Paw Patrol sucks. Maybe you just want to say Paw Patrol, the messages aren't great. But no, I so she will quote me back on that. And she still fights me and says the Paw Patrol doesn't suck, even though she's never actually watched an episode to my knowledge. But, you know. All I know is that it's probably too late. Um, we yeah. have Paw Patrol, like Band-Aid. She wears a, one of her masks. So when she goes to daycare, she has to wear a mask uh, all day. Uh, she has a Paw Patrol mask. Okay. Um, she's got Paw Patrol bedding. Who would she's have got thought, Paw Patrol characters. You know, who would have thought 10 months ago, 11 months ago, that masks would be our our fashion these days? And, you know, you'd have your Paw Patrol masks and you'd have your counterculture masks and all of the masks. It's like, yeah. So on the on the website, we're going to put up nerdy dadcast masks just for our listeners. So uh, you know, if you want to get in there and get in the action, we'll we'll see what we can set up for you. Nerdy dad masks. <laughs> I should see if that's available. Nerdydadmasks.com. Oh man, I on the on that note, like the masks. She's so uh, one of her friends actually, um, not only from daycare, but we know the parents through prenatal and the two of them have actually been friends all along. Um, her friend isn't as big on wearing masks at daycare because mm. she doesn't have pretty masks. And so my wife sort of gets this message and like, Oh, what's, you know, baby force thoughts on the masks. And well, she wears them. Like she's actually really good. We, we, anytime we've gone out, we go into stores, she has her mask on, but she has like one with like cat whiskers. There's one with like the unicorn. Like it, she, we have these sort of different sort of, I guess, cute masks. And so when baby force goes to daycare wearing her cute mask, her good friend feels that the plain single color basic mask that she's got just isn't up to snuff. The timeless story of cute mask envy. Man, I remember when, like, in my school days, I was disappointed when I wasn't wearing the right Mondetta flag or the the bum equipment, like, clothing or how when I thought hypercolor shirts were cool that my colors didn't change the same colors as someone else. <laughs> I just remember having Kmart shoes and getting made fun of for having Kmart shoes. So, so yeah, kids suck. That's the message, I guess. Yeah, it I see. I, I don't think I would have been attentive enough to that. I just always had sort of the envy of what I saw. It's like you know Takashi in elementary school being the first kid with a Game Boy, and I was envious that he had a Game Boy. You couldn't get them here; they were only in Japan at the time. But he had one. Yeah, and I mean, you think about it now. It's like in Canada, we don't have Kmart. I mean, Kmart still exists in the U.S. So, so now Kmart would be retro and cool. But you know, back then we got no fun up for it. We had well Zellers. Yeah, even, you know, yeah. We don't have Zellers either anymore. I mean, Zellers has a Twitter account. Well, someone has a <laughs> Zellers, Zellers Twitter account. <laughs> Actually, there okay, there was one Zellers left. It was in like White Rock, I think. I wonder if it's still there. <laughs> that I haven't been to White Rock in a long time, and nothing against White Rock. I, I love White Rock, but that mall out there, the Samyama Mall, I mean, it really would. If, if it's any mall that has something from, you know, 30 years ago, that would be the mall that has it. 
Man, I got to look that up. Man, we're just, we're going all over the place here. <laughs> we're getting down a memory lane, Zellers. We've been drinking for the last 10 minutes oh, of podcast. I, I just remember, you know, I think there was this, you know, social convention about Zellers. But now, like, I look at it, I'm like, I totally would have shopped at Zellers. I mean, why not? Yeah. <laughs> it was just before its time, I guess, right? All right, so it, it, it just sums things up now. I think if the Zellers Twitter account is following us, we are happy to accept your sponsorship. So, you know, get in contact with us, uh, Twitter, the Nerdy Dadcast, and we'll we'll get right back to you. Mm-hmm. Was it the bear's name Zeddy, I think? Zeddy the Teddy? Yeah, I remember going to the restaurant once or twice with my grandma, but I think that was about it. Yeah. Our American listeners are like Zeddy. Like, wouldn't it be like ZD or something? No, it's not Z, it's Zed. Actually, my sister got arrested for shoplifting at Zellers when she was like 12. Oh. So, so yeah, really? that's Zellers memories. Yeah, everyone's got them, right? <laughs> so, as we uh, look to wrap up our episode, curious what uh, you're doing for the pandemic uh, restricted holiday season. You know, feel free to to let us know. You can reach out to us on social or on Twitter, twitter.com slash nerdydadcast, uh, nerdydadcast.com as well. So it has all the links. Uh, we have a Facebook account. It's there. <laughs> yes. And if you message us at it, we might actually update the account every now and then. We just don't know why. Yeah. Facebook.com slash nerdydadcast. Yeah, I'll be honest with Facebook. When it first launched, I was totally into it. But now the algorithm has got me like, I can't follow what's going on. I see posts from like six years ago because Facebook's algorithm thinks Chris needs to see this today. I actually, so I liked a picture I saw because it's easy to like. And I just saw it like, oh, it's a good picture of this person and their their child that I know. And then they message me like, I have to ask, that picture is like from two weeks ago. I'm like, I'm sorry, it just showed up in my feed. I actually think the, they messaged me because they didn't know how to politely ask if I'm, you know, Facebook creeping. <laughs> That's not what I do. That's what my wife does. Yeah, you know. I don't need to because I got her. We, but, we uh, all have our hobbies. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm all over the, the Twitter. And I have a TikTok account. Not for the Nerd Dadcast, but for me. It's where you can see Chris dance on TikTok. So, you know. Follow, follow whatever your TikTok is. I'd imagine at Light Force, something like that. No, at the Light Force. At the Oh, because, right. We we heard because yeah, we covered that. Someone someone took Light Force, and I'm forever upset. You're gonna that. find but, them and uh, them down. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, yeah, let us know how uh, your holiday season will go. We'll have another episode uh, before the end of the year. Yeah. Also, before the holidays themselves, we'll, we'll be we'll drinking. Talk about whether or not to. You have a PlayStation, yeah. Yeah, and we'll be drinking eggnog and rum that episode, I think. So we'll be all giddy. Eggnog and rum, not rum and eggnog? Yeah, however it goes, I don't drink either of them. So, you a little know. bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. I, one in one hand, one in the other. Bailey's in coffee is my holiday um, vice. I might have to get into that this year. I mean, this seems like a year to drink if any of them do. Yeah. But uh, any final words of wisdom uh, for all of our listeners there, John? Uh, I, I I have no wisdom today. No, I'm just, you know, mm-hmm. just enjoy the holidays in whatever way you can possibly enjoy them. And, you know, for those of you that are our dad crew out there, make make them memorable for your kids. Yeah. And that, you know, for me, I was going to say just memories are made. They're they're. They can be different this year. They can be different next year. They can be different every year. Uh, what's important is that memories are made. 
So on behalf of John, myself, Chris, thank you for tuning in to our, I think, 22nd episode. I want to say if the math serves me correct. But uh, you'll find us in two weeks' time. And until you do, stay nerdy, my friends.